in the first chapter of the bhagavad gita we understand the complete psychology of the human mind how does a mind with negativity function and how a mind with positivity functions sometimes we feel that you know we got positive thoughts i'm a positive person i'm a good person but a good person also can be anxious good person also has different types of fears because these are all emotions of the mind and this chapter is very important where it is dramatized what happens to our mind during crisis during challenges or when our mind becomes extremely emotional or it becomes overwhelmed by emotions we find also in a wicked person like duryodhana who has his ulterior motives and therefore even he when he sees the army in front of him even though his army is larger than the army of the pandavas they were total again very interesting 18 akshaunis sometimes you think is it made up but very often you'll find these coincidences in life it happens you know like this camp also normally when gurudev used to have geeta marathon camps guruji would come towards the ending yeah also he is coming towards the ending the jyoti yatra is also coming now this nothing was planned but it becomes coincidental and in creation some coincidences are quite amazing you know there were 18 chapters in the gita there were 18 akshaunis in the war you know so all 18 18 so if you see that there were 11 akshaunis or battalions with the kauravas and seven with the pandavas which far larger army it had people who were invincible like bhishma drona and still still when duryodhan sees that this is a formidable army and the very type of formation that he does not remember being taught to get some consolation like a little child he runs under the shelter of his guru but not admitting that he has come for solace rather like a king and during crises during difficult times whatever we may pretend normally in our life during crises during crucial moments our true nature comes out yeah it will come out here you can see duryodhana's arrogance duryodhana's hmm? everybody you know to see that he goes in front of his guru and says hmm, such words of sarcasm hmm, that hmm, oh my guru see hmm, 
this army in front of you which has been arrayed by none other than your disciple your friend who turned enemy drupad's son and you only taught him see now he stands fighting in front of you and he has also come up with something unique if that was not enough he goes to say atrashura now you can see what he is seeing in front of him from duryodhana's eyes he wants to win this battle and finally vanquish the pandavas for ever but he notices atra here in fact there in that army in this army atra here shuraha maheshwasa maheshwasa there are such brave and mighty archers so you can see see the archers can always like you know people with guns from a distance they can shoot and everybody knows that the greatest threat was arjuna who was the mightiest archer of that time but there is not only arjuna that but there are many archers maheshwasa issue arrows asa bow so maheshwasa means those with bows and arrows means mighty archers bhimarjuna samayudhi see it comes out from his mind he never thought much about bhima but he knew that bhima was his greatest opponent and arjuna though everybody knew that but he was you say uh, my karna will always you know fight with arjuna what is arjuna in front of karna no? and bhima i will defeat him he is too erratic no so says my guru balram also no but still it comes out that there are equally good or mighty archers like or fighters like bhima and arjuna in a way when your enemy says and compares you with mighty archers he is actually complimenting you so he says mighty archer yuyudhano viratascha drupadascha maharatha and there are so many of them yuyudhana virata drupada now each one is a story in the mahabharat if i go to tell that we will go non stop but virat is the king under whom they went and remained incognito in whose kingdom yudhana was a charioteer and of course all these charioteers were also ministers and kings themselves so krishna's charioteer they say it was yudhana and krishna himself became a charioteer and each one of them mighty and maharatha about maharathi it's pointed out one who commands or can fight with 11000 archers single handedly or can even command that army of battalion and there is of course in the mahabharat itself 
a big list given, but they are called as Maharathis. Then, Dushtaki, read the two together, please. Drishtake tusche kitana Kashi rajas chaviriya van Purujit kunti bojas Shaibhyas chanara pungavaha Yudha manyus chavikrantaha Uttamo jas chaviryavan Saubhadro draupade yascha Sarva eva maharatha Imagine how many of these maharatis and heroes are there in the Pandava army. And he lists them with such detail. Drishtaketu. This was the son of Shishupal. Chekitanaha. No? These are all mighty chieftains of that time. Kashi Raja, the king of Kashi. And all Viryavan, very valiant. Purajit, Kunti Bojaha, the father of Kunti. So Kunti Bojaha, Shaibyaha, father-in-law of Yudhishthir. Narapungava, these are the best of men, means in their field of warfare, they are one of the best. Then Yudhamanyahu Chavikrantaha, the strong and mighty. Yudhamanyu and Uttamaujaha. So, there are so many other mighty kings. There's in Mahabharata, there's a story of all of them and why they were there also, you know, in the battlefield. Very interesting it is. And their glory. So that when the Mahabharata takes place, you see the impact of the Mahabharata. And Saubhadra Draupadeyascha. And also the sons of Subhadra. Draupadi. And each of them are Maharatis. And these were just young boys of 16, 18 or 20 years old. Just young teenagers. And they've already become Maharatis. And you can see that even Duryodhan, sons of Draupadi, there were five of them from each of the uh, princes. They are just mentioned together. But the son of Subhadra, that is Abhimanyu, is specially mentioned even by Duryodhan. And you know that how they killed him because they knew what a warrior he was. Every law of war, every agreement that they had of war, they broke when they killed Abhimanyu. Without weapons, with multiple warriors attacking him. So even he knew the might of Abhimanyu. So he mentions it. So you can see that he is seeing this challenge in front of him. Having said that, suddenly he realizes, what am I doing? I am praising that they are more powerful. And this is what happens when a person has got 
a negative bent of mind immediately. You know, they are doing very well. Uh -huh. Actually, you know, my competitor is doing very well. But not that we are doing any bad either. Hmm? You find yourself saying that sometimes? Hmm? It only shows that your eyes is on their wealth or their prosperity, their power and their chances of success and then you cover it up by saying so what we also have no an arrogant person like this who doesn't see the reality of what he's going to face covers with his delusory ego that we are also great and he goes to say Addressing his guru as Dvijottama, twice born, being a Brahmin, it is said, Janmana Jayate Shudraha, by birth, all of us are born. Shudra is not a, a low caste of people. Everybody is born a Shudra. Shudra means uneducated, uncultured. When I say uncultured, I'm not saying that someone who is, means one who does not have samskara. As human beings, as we grow, whether it's called any caste, samskaras are given. We have pointed out behavior, good behavior, bad behavior, etc. We have pointed out what is right, what is wrong. And therefore, we are given certain samskaras. And those who have then gained education and abided in that education and has got good values, who live like human beings should live, People of ethics and values, these are called as the twice born. Because one birth, which is common for everyone from the mother's womb. The other is the second birth, when we evolve from you know, a misbehaved, mischievous, ignorant child to someone who is learned, cultured. So, twice born. But also, today also when people use names for, you know, or these, whoever, you know, like these. What we do is in a very degrading manner, you no? Know? So, twice born here means you are a Brahmin. You must be having a soft heart for your disciples. Or who knows, we reflect our, you know, say, dirty mind on others. So look at his mind. He is full of fear that who knows seeing these mighty warriors that I bring to his attention, he might become afraid because after all he is a soft-hearted, non-violent Brahmin. Hmm? That's what they are supposed to be. They are the qualities of a Brahmin. At the same time, these are your disciples also, many of them that you have taught them. So maybe you might be full of fear. Or maybe you will have a doubt. See, it reflects all these things. Your own self-doubt very often reflected on others. Our own negativities are reflected on 
others. So, asmakam tu vishishtaye tani bodha dvijotama. So, hey, the best among the twice born. Uttama, the best among the dvijas. On one side, he seems to be praising his guru, best among the twice born. I think, you know, for tani bodha, for your information, as though he doesn't know, he was one of the commander chiefs. Yeah. For your information, let me also list some of our great warriors. No? Nayaka Mama Sanyasya. Some of the leaders of my army. Again, my army. Sangyartham Tan Bravimite. I list them for you. I name them for you. Here you can see the ugliness of his mind at that time. That he is doubting his own teacher or his own guru. And then suddenly even such a person, he knows a lot depends on others compared to himself. If you know the bully also in, in, in uh, the school or anybody, they always have to have a gang around them. Yeah? Because they know that alone they cannot manage. Generally they are weaklings. No? They cannot manage on their own. So basically he is blowing his own whistle what you call. And you know when people start blowing your own whistle? When you want to cover your own insecurity. Very interesting is that when we cousins and you know all used to meet together and stay together, we say what they call it night. Sleep in nowadays, you know. Sleep in nightcap, whatever. You no. Know? So sleep in. We used to sleep in together. So all of us used to be in one room together, you no. Know? And I had a cousin brother who appeared very, very, you know, macho, strong, always tell you, know, I'm going to protect you, and you know, this and that appeared, you know. One day we are all sitting there and uh, he wanted to go to the bathroom and there's a passage to go to the, uh, to the toilet. And the passages generally, you know, they do not put light anyway, conservation of light. And those days they used to have one bulb only. So it used to be generally dark. And, the, and, and you must have noticed anywhere that they put the switches in the most distant place, not where you enter from. Now, suppose you're going from here, you should put the switch on and you should be able to go, no? No, you walk in the dark to put on the switch to be where you are. This is how everywhere it is kind of made. I can't say just say in India, everywhere I find the same thing. No? So very inconvenient. So it was dark passage. Now he was too macho enough to tell someone, come with me, come with me. And we all younger brothers and all there. So he can't say that. So he would go there. And one day we heard a conversation. Nobody else was there. Everybody was in the room. We had a conversation. Hmm? Yeah? So our sister said, come, come, come. And we all peep from the door. And what do we see? He's standing in one of the corners and he's afraid to go in the corner and he say, Dekha, dekh, I know you're hiding there. I know you're hiding there. I've got a knife in my hand. I'm coming now. Huh? You better go away. I, I'll do that. And we are looking and watching. <laughs> Whom is he talking to? <laughs> this is how, you know, we cover our fear by showing our supremacy about something. So, this is what Duryodhana is actually doing. You can only see his own insecurity and fear.
And then now having said Vijotama, I think he also feels hmm, that he has crossed his line. Hmm? And therefore he lists some of the great and his own people he can't even list. They were mighty, mighty warriors even in the Kaurava's army. But he and see the number of lists that he is given in the Pandava army. But here he gives only five or six. That's all. Hmm? And that too also out of that three are belonging to Dronacharya's family. So now he says, now that you've done something, a bit chadausko, you know, like now you praise that person so that you will win that person's favor. So he says, Bhavan, let's not forget that you are, thou art there. Bhavan means thou, thou art there. Bhavan. And he puts Dronacharya's name even before Bhishma. Bhishma was the commander in chief, Bhishma was the protector of the army. Bhishma was you know, older. But now suddenly you can see why he chooses the word Bhavan. Because he already insulted his guru. No, we also have mighty. I mean, after all, thou art there. You are there. Bhishma. Karna. I mean, you can never forget Karna, of course. Karna was his best bet, really speaking. Because he knew everybody else had sympathy for the Pandvas. Karna. Kripaha. Kripaha was there also one of their teachers and Kripa was the brother-in-law of Dronacharya. So he mentions Kripaha and all of them, Samitin Jayaha, all of them victorious, never defeated in war. And then he mentions even Dronacharya's son, Ashwatham. Ashwatthama, Vikarnascha, one of his brothers, Vikarnam, Vikarnascha, Saumadatti, Tatha Evacha. And so also the son of Somadatta. So he mentions only six of them. Look at the list of uh, Pandavas he's been listing. And he says that. Hmm? And then he says, you know, etc, etc, etc. And I heard once Guruji telling someone, no, that whenever you speak and say, etc, etc, it means that you're trying to show that you know much more than what you are actually telling. Thank you for tuning in to this episode by the Chinmaya Mission. If you like what you hear, please consider subscribing. If you're looking for exceptional and detailed content on the Bhagavad Gita and how Lord Krishna's advice to Arjuna is relevant to the hurdles you face today, or understanding your mind, or explanations on Hindu scriptures in easy-to-understand English, the Chinmaya Mission YouTube channel is the place to be. All links are in the description.